Welcome to Emily Rose Meditations. I'm your host, Emily, and today we will sit with chapter eight of book one of The Dark Night of the Soul by St. John of the Cross. So find a comfortable seat, take a deep breath, and make your heart ready to receive these words. This night, which, as we say, is contemplation, produces in spiritual persons two kinds of darkness or purgation, corresponding to the two parts of man's nature, namely the sensual and the spiritual. And thus, the one night or purgation will be sensual, wherein the soul is purged according to sense, which is subdued to the spirit, and the other is a night or purgation which is spiritual, wherein the soul is purged and stripped according to the spirit, and subdued and made ready for the union of love with God. The night of sense is common and comes to many. These are the beginners, and of this night we shall speak first. The night of the spirit is the portion of very few. And these are they that are already practiced and proficient, of whom we shall treat hereafter. The first purgation or night is bitter and terrible to sense, as we shall now show. The second bears no comparison with it, for it is horrible and awful to the spirit, and we shall show presently. Since the night of sense is first in order and comes first, we shall, first of all, say something about it briefly, since more is written of it as of a thing that is more common, and we shall pass on to treat more fully the spiritual night since very little has been said of this, either in speech or in writing, and very little is known of it, even by experience. Since, then, the conduct of these beginners upon the way of God is ignoble, and has much to do with their love of self and their own inclinations, as has been explained above, God desires to lead them farther." He seeks to bring them out of that ignoble kind of love to a higher degree of love for him, to free them from the ignoble exercises of sense and meditation, wherewith, as we have said, they go seeking God so unworthily and in so many ways that are unbefitting, and to lead them to a kind of spiritual exercise wherein they can commune with God more abundantly and are freed more completely from imperfections. For they have now had practice for some time in the way of virtue and have persevered in meditation and prayer, whereby through the sweetness and pleasure that they have found therein, they have lost their love of the things of the world and have gained some degree of spiritual strength in God. This has enabled them to some extent to refrain from creature desires, so that for God's sake, they are now able to suffer a light burden and a little aridity, 
without turning back to a time which they found more pleasant. When they are going about these spiritual exercises with the greatest delight and pleasure, and when they believe that the sun of divine favor is shining most brightly upon them, God turns all this light of theirs into darkness and shuts against them the door and the source of the sweet spiritual water, which they were tasting in God, whensoever and for as long as they desired. For as they were weak and tender, there was no door closed to them, as St. John says in the Apocalypse, chapter 3, verse 8. And thus, he leaves them so completely in the dark that they know not whither to go with their sensible imagination and meditation, for they cannot advance a step in meditation as they were wont to do aforetime. And their inward senses being submerged in this knowledge, night, and left in such dryness that not only do they experience no pleasure and consolation in the spiritual things and good exercises wherein they were wont to find their delights and pleasures, but instead, on the contrary, they find insipidity and bitterness in the said things. For, as I have said, God now sees that they have grown a little and are becoming strong enough to lay aside their swaddling clothes and be taken from the gentle breast. So he sets them down from his arms and teaches them to walk on their own feet, which they feel to be very strange, for everything seems to be going wrong with them. To recollected persons, This commonly happens sooner after their beginnings than others, inasmuch as they are freer from occasions of backsliding, and their desires turn more quickly from the things of the world, which is necessary if they are to begin to enter this blessed night of sense. Ordinarily, no great time passes after their beginnings before they begin to enter this night of sense, and the great majority of them do in fact enter it, for they will generally be seen to fall into these aridities. With regard to this way of purgation of the senses, since it is so common, we might here adduce a great number of quotations from divine scripture, where many passages relating to it are continually found, particularly in the Psalms and the Prophets. However, I do not wish to spend time upon these, for he who knows not how to look for them there will find the common experience of this purgation to be sufficient. Thank you for joining me today. The peace of Christ be with you.